Warning. This show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast, Response Edition. In our main episodes, I talk to a new guest who shares their favorite thing and tells us how we can become a fan too. Now in these response editions, Elise and I recap what happened when we took their advice. We also read some listener comments, maybe listen to messages from the like line, and we tell you something that we like too. Now, before you start listening, we would highly recommend that you listen to the last main episode, which was an Ozploitation-themed episode, courtesy of our guest, Zach Hall, from the Dungeons and Drongos podcast. But that's not necessary. We just know that he's the actual expert on all things Straya, and we know from experience that you would benefit from his wisdom. So, you know, this is a response episode. It might be helpful to listen to the, the first episode. Now, before we launch in, we have some thank yous right now to, to put out. We need to thank Jay, who was the guest on two episodes ago. Thank you, Jay. Jay and Tony. Thank you, Tony. Are now patron supporters. That's so awesome. They are, they are, have tossed their, their hats into the ring of support. That's so cool. Uh, Jay, of course, we all know from the old fashioned episode. And Tony is from the Take Two podcast, uh, like network. They do a whole bunch of different shows. Oh, that's cool. But Tony is is fantastic. Both of them are great. Jay, everyone knows, of course, because he's on an episode. Tony, love to have you on. I think we've talked about it. He just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't know what his thing is. Doesn't know what his thing is. That so that is a common thing that happens. I believe it. Is that when you you want to have something that's unique, and right. but also at the same time. You'd be surprised what my blind spots are. <laughs> like for someone oh, to talk that's to. That's true. Like one of the biggest ones that we've always talked about is The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen <laughs> never The Simpsons. Seen, and, I mean, that's, that's shocking how, to me. I, I started watching, now, since we have some time to watch shows, <laughs> I started watching, so I started with episode one, season one. Which I told him after the fact, I didn't know he was going to do this. And I'm like, oh, that's not actually like the Simpsons that we all know and love. That's not actually real pop culture Simpsons. Mm -hmm. That's like the crossover from when it was a short to when it was became its own show. Like, it's not really the same. Yes, not to sound negative about the Simpsons at all. But I, I'm glad she told me that. Because when I was watching episode one, season one, I said, oh... So this this is this is it, huh? <laughs> no, it's kind of like uh, Parks and Rec, where it's just like, ooh, you can skip the first season. You really don't need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so if so, here's something: people who have are huge Simpsons fans. What episode should I start on? I I understand just by being a person that's lived in the United States. You have some context. For and the was Simpsons. born in the '80s. <laughs> I know yeah. who who most of the characters are just because. Right. Uh, but anyway, if people have their uh, their ideas of what the the first episode I should start, just launch into it. Just tell me. So what do you, what do you think? I mean, you're not a huge fan. I know I'm you... not a huge fan, but we watched it a lot growing up, and there are definitely some episodes that like stand out. Okay. Yeah. Anything with Sideshow Bob. Okay, Sideshow Bob. And that's he's voiced by Frasier, right? Yes. And he's not really Frasier. No yeah. one, no one calls him Kelsey Grammer. No, he's, he's just, just Frasier. Yeah. Uh, but so that's kind of 
that leads into when people think about their thing, I always have them list uh, several things. Like what is their favorite thing that might be my most common? Cause you never know if I have missed it, like the Simpsons. And I know that a lot of people that we've had on the show are podcasters, but if you are not a podcaster, but could still record with us and you want to be on the show, tell us. Yeah, like absolutely. we want to hear from you too. You don't have to be a podcaster to uh, be a guest on the show. That's absolutely true. It's just easier because the podcasters usually... I they usually have mics. I guarantee you, you know a podcaster. You probably do. You, like, <laughs> You listening right now, you know a podcaster and they have things that you could use uh, to record. But anyway, Jay, Tony, thank you so much for supporting us. And of course, like we've been saying, all of our patron uh, money is going to be donated to the Bakersfield Homeless Center, which you can go to bakhc.org if you want to donate to them directly. Uh, but all of our money for uh, April and May are going to be going to them. So uh, we are stepping up our uh, content on Patreon. And uh, uh, so we're doing at least two a week. Um, we'll probably do more this coming week. Uh, yeah, I know why that, not? Well, because we're going to be watching Picard. And we want to talk about it each episode. So there'll probably be multiple. There will probably uh, be. But I know me and oldest child, uh, we, we did two last... Oh, no. Both of our kids. We did one with each kid. We did. Yeah. Uh, and I'll bring up what me and oldest child talked about later when we talk about my thing i'm so excited but anyway uh also though if you want to donate to them directly like i was saying and i have that in the show notes um just screenshot to me and i'll send you links to all of our patron stuff i want to reward you for supporting what we're trying to support but uh patrons thank you so much for all of your support during these times really just incredible people yeah right incredible absolutely yeah so encouraging for us it really is that's one of the things that i love um to see about fans of the show. Everybody that's a fan of the show has been... Amazing. Just amazing. Yeah. They, they get it. They get it. Yeah. They get what we're trying to do and they feel it and... That's one thing that really came through on this show that we're talking about today mm -hmm. um, is Zach really was just like so gung-ho about like, I like what you're doing. I like what you're trying to do. Like this is a great like social experiment basically like... We need more positive in the world, and this show is bringing some more positive. And so I just really appreciated uh, his appreciation. Yeah. I appreciated his appreciation. So what did you think of the episode? Oz, Ozploitation, which, okay, yeah. technically, up until he did that that uh, that interview, the, uh -huh. the, the documentary, the Not yeah. Quite Hollywood, it was called just Australian New Wave or Aussie New Wave. Oh. Aussie New Wave Cinema. So the the documentary named it Ausploitation? Yeah. So Quentin Tarantino named it Ausploitation. Tintin Quarantino <laughs> named it Australia Ploitation. It's hard to say. Uh -huh. And then so the docu the filmmaker, the documentarian, he just shortened it to Ausploitation. Cuz there's nothing Aussies are better at yeah. than giving things short nicknames. Better names, I know, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it's Ausploitation films. Yeah. Yeah. So Great. Uh, first of all, just great episode because Zach is um, really delightful. Delight, just a right? really delightful person to talk to. I know I didn't talk to him, but it feels like I did. That's the power of podcast. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, we can be friends, Zach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him and Paris both want us to come stay with them. Yep, and, and I heard you offer up our house, so yeah. you know, great. The, yeah. Good. I know it's. <laughs> I know that you're cool with it. 
it wouldn't be the first time we'd have people that we'd never met stay in our home because we got to know them over never met in person face to face yeah yes face to face. but we've gotten to know very well can you hand me my tea please yes thank you so much yeah good so good mouth sounds here i brewed myself a nice cup of lemon lemon zinger tea lemon zinger tea from celestial offerings if you have a chest cold i strongly suggest lemon zinger mm. sounds like a commercial but it's good so true to the last drop that's this a... episode brought to you by celestial offerings because <laughs> that's the maxwell house theme mm. good <laughs> to the last sip there we go love it um okay so back to the show Great show, and I'm really thankful that I was introduced to this thing because, as you know, these kinds of movies are really right up my alley. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, because normally, I it's like, I live on two ends of the spectrum. It's very true. I like very quality, like, high-end films, and then I like absolute trash. Trash. <laughs> Now that trash has to involve monsters usually. Well, but it doesn't have to. But it's got to have, um, like, okay. So the movie that we watched to really explore the one that I watched. Yeah. You watched more than I did. Um, I watched. Oh gosh, now I'm blanking on the name. The, no, which the one? BMX. We watched, the one we watched as a family. Yes. Okay. So yeah, just let's let's peel behind the curtain. Peel be, peer behind the curtain. Uh, most of our TV watching is only with our girls at this point, <laughs> because by the time we go to bed, we're just we're just exhausted. So just try watching stuff. So if we watch TV, it's as a family, and particularly me. So God bless BMX Bandits. BMX Bandits. Oh my gosh! Uh, because it was totally family friendly. Yeah. Complete with bumbling, um, like bad guys bumbling bad guys who really reminded me of in lady in lady and the tramp no not lady and the tramp 101 dalmatians in 101 dalmatians there's the two british like henchmen right who are just so bumbling and i love them and so anyway that's who they reminded me of these like totally bumbling bad guys just kind of tripping over themselves but also kind of scary and they're just wonderful the girls loved it yeah it was fantastic we we were we laughed out loud because because Zach actually said that it was a really bad movie, and I understand what he's saying. I do. Oh, it's not quality. No, but it's but wonderful. It's very entertaining. It's ridiculously <laughs> entertaining. Like ah, it's it's free online. It's the, yeah. it, okay. So here's the thing. It's definitely the easiest one to find. Yeah, these movies were really hard to find. So we, what ended up happening is we watched most of them. So I started watching uh, Road Games, which was with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Oh boy, that's nuts. Is it? But then also the thing that's more nuts is the uh, is these documentaries. So they're talking about the not quite Hollywood. Right. So the when I was watching, and so you were watching Bait. You watched a little bit of Bait. I watched the trailer for Bait. Okay, yeah. And we watched I a ton have... of trailers and clips. That was actually what we. I got the gist of it. For sure. Watching the trailer for Bait, I have never been more on board for a movie, possibly ever. Couldn't find it though, huh? Um, I, I think I found it, okay. but then it like it wouldn't load. So I feel like if I'm just more diligent, I can get it. I have not let this one go. No, we might be revisiting this on another show at some point because that movie is just everything I like about movies. Like, there's sharks. That, there's a giant tidal wave. Big, big fan yeah. of giant tidal waves. 
There are uh, strangers all stuck together who now have to survive. Right. Big fan. Sharks that eat people. Amazing. And then throw in great accents. I'm there. Right. I'm in. Every part of this is good. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, what's another? Patrick. Patrick was another one that, uh, let's see, I wrote down a whole bunch of notes for it. Yeah, there it goes. So, uh, yeah, Road Games, that one was nuts. That one had Stacey Keach. Stacey Keach is a, a, another American actor. So what Zach was talking about were these, they called the, the token American actor. Which was so interesting. And that, like, Jamie Lee Curtis talked about in this, the hate that she basically got. And and like I get it, she just, don't, she just wants to work. But basically, like, she took jobs away from Good quality Australian, a uh, good quality Australian. Actress. Yeah, so I I understand. I mean, it's it. I can see both sides. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, just wants a job. She just wants, yeah, right. Needs a gig, but um, that was kind of a thing that all of these American actors did have to go for. Like it was they they had had to go through. Excuse me, go through. I would be very interested to know if the American actors got paid significantly more than that, all yes, the Aussie they actors did. They, did. they did. See, yeah. and then you got that disparity. Too. Like people don't like being told that they're they're second rate. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. who likes that? No, it's so true. Uh, so one of the things that this really did for me was I understand Quentin Tarantino more. So Quentin Tarantino. Okay, you're gonna have to explain yeah, that connection. So Quentin Tarantino was was basically like the star of this uh, not quite Hollywood documentary. Okay. And so much so that it almost ended up becoming to me a Tarantino documentary. It, it wasn't. It was oh, focusing on the the Australian new wave, uh, the the Australian new wave movement. But so remember in Django Unchained when he has that horrible Australian accent? Yes. That's why. Oh. Yeah. That this that that's, he huh. just wanted to do an accent, so he like and, and he's and he's a huge 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 fan of Aussie New Wave, and then he talks about and this is something that you're gonna really notice because like movies like The Road Warrior, mm -hmm. Mad, all the all the Mad Max yeah, movies, yeah, those, yeah. That's, that's, those are that's, great. Those are all exploitation, but uh, he talks about how nobody films a chase scene or a car scene like an Aussie director. So what's funny is we actually saw that in this BMX, BMX heist yeah. movie. And so that was directed by Brian Trenchard Smith. Okay. So Brian Trenchard Smith and another guy named Richard Franklin. These are two names that popped up a lot oh, when I was going okay. through all the research. And so Brian Trenchard Smith directed, um, he did uh, the uh, the BMX Bandits. Yep. He also did some other ones like Turkey Shoot and things like that. Yep. But uh, he's the one that did the uh, where they're hunting people. That's the turkey shoot yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're shooting live rounds and everything. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. But uh, that story was insane. Yeah. So, so, but yeah. So even in the BMX Bandits, we're watching that, and the the driving done in is amazing. It's amazing. The choreography for this, for this, for these cars, it, it's it's like a dance. It's, I was gonna say, is it called choreography? I guess stunt driving. Well, whatever. It's whatever. Whatever. But like, it's got to be planned. Well, of I course. Don't know. Of course. Of course. I would think but so. like, think about. So then you think about all the Mad Max movies, the incredible driving that's happening there. Then yeah. you talk about that Road Games movie. Yeah. That they did some some stunts that were happening on cars that were unbelievable, and they were done with no, no budget, I no know. money, and very little safety very precautions. Little safety. <laughs> I'm surprised that more people didn't die. Maybe we're feeling the lack of safety 
when yeah. we're watching it. Like it feels on edge because the people were actually on edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the other guy was was Richard like, Franklin. You feel and, the danger. And he worked with. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, you're right. You feel the danger. Uh, he worked with uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. Okay. So he did more. Exactly. He did this one called Patrick. Which mm -hmm. I only watched the trip. Basically, it's a guy that is. I can't tell if he was pretending to be in a coma or not in a coma, or or was actually. In a, but he was controlling everything via um, his his uh, telekinetic, tele, oh. te telepathic powers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things, other than BMX Bandits, uh, these movies are are definitely um, all rated R. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, just and just a little bit. Lots and lots of boobs, right? Tons. Yeah. An insane amount, but it also makes sense why these movies were made too, because the strictures that were placed on the on on the filmmakers were they were very strict. Yeah. And so once, like what Zach says, the ratings got changed, they were able to push the envelope in ways that they were never able to push before. So it violent wise um, brought a lot of creativity. So brought a lot of things, and so one of the one of the things that I noticed when I was doing more research was. These Australian New Wave movies were almost like proving grounds for future directors and filmmakers and, uh, and screenwriters and stuff. Oh. For them to, yeah, they're low budget. They didn't yeah. make a lot of money. They didn't make uh, get wide releases, but you were able to 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 come out with a lot of like experience. Experience, and you were able, and so a lot of like more famous actors and directors have come from this area. Um, another thing too I want to talk about Tarantino is obviously now when he made the movie Death Proof, remember that? That was I do remember Death Proof. That was absolutely uh, an homage to uh, to exploitation films. Uh, the driving, yeah. the yeah, everything taking sense. place on a car, and but uh, it makes me want to drive. And that fun. Oh, how funny! Yeah, it does make me want to drive. Like Just I like, need a nice long drive. And right think now. about how that looks from different angles. Oh. I just want to drive anywhere at this point. At this point, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Anything <laughs> else? Driving. Yeah. The other one was Brian May. Was he did all the music for all of these? Oh. It's not. So I was like, "Are you kidding me?" The guitarist from Queen. It's not that Brian it's May. It's not that Brian May. Darn it. So I'm like, "Oh no, that's 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 right. That's not the right name." But uh, I was just like, "No way!" But he did all of these movies. Oh. He did every single one of their soundtracks. Wow. It's just a big club. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I love. Anyway, I loved it. I really enjoyed this. It was Me a too. wackiness that I actually really enjoyed. For sure. We need it. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah. You know how I have been thinking about these movies. These are the movies that you sit and watch on a Saturday when, like, you just finished doing your chores and you're kind of tired. Finished like, choring. You finished choring. Like you, you deep cleaned the kitchen and now you're sitting down with. If you're me, you're sitting down with a Lacroix. You're putting your feet up, and one of these movies is perfect. It's exactly perfect. what you want. We watched Deep Blue Sea this week too. We did watch Deep Blue Sea, which definitely reminds me of that. Totally reminds me of the um, last thing about BMX Bandits because like yes. we're we're really guys watch this movie. It's 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 got Nicole Kidman. If it's got Angelo D'Angelo. Angelo D'Angelo. He plays uh, PJ. The guy just has the best name. If you're home with your kids and you need something new right now, you need some novelty, go find BMX Bandits. Yeah. It's fantastic. I like I'd it say, more than Rad. 
I did. I liked it more than Rad. Rad is that other 80s BMX movie that was oh, US made. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I never saw that. It reminded me of back in the day when you were doing your other podcast and you guys did uh, watch the movie Gleaming the Cube. It was very gle- cube gleaming. Cube gleaming. Yep. And which is. Gleaming. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the <laughs> so Cube. So 80s. <laughs> gleaming but the Cube was a good movie. It was a good movie, it, which is like this one. Like, it was also a good movie. Yeah. Um, I Good. Entertaining. Entertaining. It was an, an entertaining, entertaining movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Totally entertaining. Um, that one was uh, Skateboards, though. Gleaming the Cube was Skateboards. That's a, but, so Rad was the same episode that we did that. Right. And, uh, go ahead. So I have a couple of questions, okay. and I feel like we're going to need some help from our Aussie audience to explain some of these. There were things that we were watching this movie, and we were like, oh, is that 80s, or is that Aussie? Like, we couldn't decide, is it 80s or Aussie? So I feel like we oh, need, to, need a game. Yeah. yeah, we need a game. So uh, I'm gonna say let's push this to social media this week. Let's okay. play '80s or Aussie this week. Okay. And we'll pull different things from specifically from this movie. BMX Bandits. From BMX Bandits. So watch the movie, and you can play with us this week. So '80s or Aussie. We're playing so, '80s well, or Aussie. So just do one. Just one. Do uh, one for specifically. Oh gosh. Of course, now my mind is totally the blank. You're talking about shorts. Okay. Yes, the shorts are good. So. Uh, one of the characters, of course, I don't remember any PJ. of their names. PJ, great. That was something we noticed too. We don't remember character names anymore. I, I understand my parents. I think we're old. Infinitely more now yeah. than I used to. You know that guy, the guy who was the with thing. the girl and the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, um, we remember actor names. We don't Usually. remember. We yes. don't remember. We don't remember character names. So is that Angelo D'Angelo? Angelo D'Angelo was PJ. I just remember that because, like, whose name is Angelo D'Angelo? <laughs> I will never forget that name as long as I live. So at one point, he gets off his bike and he's walking somewhere, and he's in the shortest shorts I've ever seen in my life. They're basically tidy whities but blue. But they, but they're, they're that not that small. tight, though. They're that small. I mean, small. they are tight. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But they're not underwear tight. They're, like, women's jogging short tight. Yeah. It's like the the kids wearing so women's that, jogging shorts. So is that an 80s thing or is that an Aussie thing? So I give you the first one, 80s or Aussie. Also, someone tell me, where does BMX Bandits take place? Like it could be in Melbourne. Oh, it could city be in is Sydney. Yeah. It could be, is it in Perth? I don't know where it takes place. I don't feel like looking it up. It's so much more fun to interact with you all. all or right. we're lazy. One of the two. Y'all. But uh, Ausploitation, thumbs up. Thumbs way up. Yeah. Big fan. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, you win. I'm in. Zach, you won. All, yeah, I'm in also, for all this. Zach shaved his head. Zach shaved his head? He has beautiful curly hair. It's gone now. Well, it'll grow. It does. That's a good thing about hair. So he always hears that. It grows. You know me, I'm not attached to my hair. Let's just like shave it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It'll grow back. Uh, one of the things that you had talked about um, was the Anzac cookies. Oh, I know. Which I've... is like, would be like basically Australian Veterans Day. Basically, for Anzac Day, right. they make these cookies, which are like oatmeal cookies? They're, it's basically an oatmeal coconut cookie. That's why you bought the coconut. That's why I bought the coconut. Okay. Yeah. So it's an oatmeal coconut cookie, and it's 
but I've, there's two different recipes. There's the chewy version and the crispy version. Oh. And it's like very specific. Like, which one do you want? Do you want chewy or do you want crispy? Oh, I prefer chewy cookie. Well, for me, I'm just going to make both. That's good. One We're for gonna coffee, try, one it, for... Exactly. Because a nice crunchy cookie and then you dip it in your coffee. Coconut. Mmm. Yum. Sounds good. But yeah, uh, I want I want them. That'll happen. I, I want them very much so. It'll happen. But Zach, thank you so much for putting the time and effort to curating some lists for us and just sharing your passion. Thank you so much. We yeah, really appreciate you. A lot of fun. We had a lot of fun prepping for this episode. Thanks, Zach. At this point, we like to say hi to the Radio Haver crew. Hey, Radio Haver. How's it going? We hope you're you're keeping it real over there. <laughs> And, uh, but anyway, thank you so much for everybody that listens over at Radio Haver. We really appreciate all of your support. It means a lot to us. So, wife of mine, what's your thing? My thing. Do you have a thing? I have a thing. Uh-huh. I just thought of the thing. It popped into my head right as you asked, and I'm very thankful for that. Dole Whips. Oh, Dole Whips. So, you may have seen this week that Disney released its official recipe for a Dole Whip. What's Disney? Is that a thing? <laughs> Disney's the thing. I'm pretty sure it still exists. No. no, I know it still exists because we're basically living on Disney Plus right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they they released their Dole Whip recipe and I thought, why not? And so last night I made Disney Dole Whips. It was incredible. It was so good. I'll post it in the show notes to make sure everyone gets it. Mm. But uh, So yours was the liquid version. Yeah. Because you, I guess so I didn't you, get it quite right. <laughs> you could have used our ice cream machine probably to... I could have. Yeah. I no, So this was liquid form. Guys, it was so good. It was it was delicious. It was like... It was a pineapple I, milkshake. I heard the tiki 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 room in the tiki 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 room. So everyone does... So wait, people might not know what a Dole Whip is. What's a... So people might not know what a Dole Whip is. Yeah. So at Disneyland... There is a ride called the Tiki Room, and it is in Adventureland. A yeah. ride is generous. It's a room where you sit and birds sing to you. It's a show. It's an automated show. It's a mechanical show. I don't know, but it's lovely and delightful, and I've loved I, it since I, I was a little kid. The, I always like the Tiki Room. It is also one of the only air-conditioned rooms in all of Disneyland. So, if you're there and it's warm, you go sit and you watch a 15-minute show and you cool off in the air conditioning and by eating a Dole Whip. So a Dole Whip is obviously sponsored by Dole, the pineapple company. And uh, I know, you can really get us in the the move, in the mood. Um, But so the Dole Whip is basically pineapple soft serve. Yes. But you can have it in like a drink version that's more like a milkshake, like a, a light milkshake. Kind of like a frothy dairy, drink. They're dairy, dairy, the original is dairy free. The original is dairy yeah, free. Yeah, dairy free. Which makes me wonder, like, how is this the official recipe from Disney? Because it's not the same as what they original. serve at the park. It's not. It's not the exact same. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can get it as like a soft serve. Mm-hmm. But it's just pineapple. It, basically, it's just pineapple ice cream, pineapple soft serve. Mm-hmm. But gosh, there's just something about it that's so refreshing, and it has like chunks of little tiny chunks of pineapple in it so good. so it's so good and so last night i made it it's vanilla ice cream uh pineapple juice and crushed pineapple and just blend it up so basically pineapple milkshake 
um, but it gets really frothy. And I don't know if that's a pineapple thing or if it's just because there's not as much. A lot more acid in the pineapple too. Yeah, maybe. with the dairy. Yeah, mm. that might be it. But I used uh, regular room temperature uh, pineapple. Mm. I guess you're supposed to freeze it. Oh, to give it a crunchier. To give it a little bit more icy feel. Mm -hmm. So I have more. I guess we'll just have to try it the other oh, way. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to do a second try. It was incredible. And the nice thing about it is, is the, the ingredients are... Uh, Easily, easily obtainable. Yes. Vanilla ice cream is is everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, it was so good. And if you can't find pineapple juice, guess what? Your uh, pineapple, is, canned pineapple, cr canned crushed pineapple is stored in pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. So you actually don't need to add more juice to it. Just use the juice that's in there. It's fine. So, it's so funny though about Dole Whips because. I, there has been options for me to get pineapple ice cream at, at like a thrifties mm -hmm. or, or wherever it is that we're going to go. Let's thrifties is almost exclusively where we get our ice cream. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't order it. See, I order it often. I love a fruit based ice cream. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what my two, I only get the I get butter this, pecan yeah. and pecan praline or pistachio. Yeah. Whichever, if, if butter pecan isn't there, I'll get pecan praline and pistachio, but it's butter pecan and pistachio. Since I I don't remember when I didn't get that. Like you were a little boy getting those old man ice creams. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, butter pecan is much better than pecan praline. Because uh, butter pecan, the ice cream itself is different. Pecan praline is usually just vanilla ice cream with the pralines in there. Right, which are very sweet. Um, And sometimes they'll change up the ice cream too, so, uh, but... It, 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 butter pecan is, is vastly superior to pecan sure. cream. But you like nut ice creams. I like fruit ice creams. Mm. Or I go super, super, super chocolate. Yeah. Like one, either fruit or excessive chocolate. And yeah, yeah. ice cream is just great. But uh, I'll never order pineapple ice cream or, or coconut ice cream or things like that. But now I might. Well, now you don't have to because your wife makes Dole Whips at home. It's so true. You need nothing. I can give you everything you need. You never need to leave the house again. I've got you. <laughs> so true. Um, what was your thing this week? Uh, it was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> Me and oldest child downloaded it uh, onto our Switch, which we are feeling very thankful that we bought our Switch as long ago as we did. Yep. My brother can't find one. Like I know lots of people that can't get them. So I feel very lucky. But we downloaded, because um, did you know you can download off the Switch? You can put games directly onto the Switch I did itself. not know that until you did it with this game. Yeah, I I couldn't, uh, I was so happy that that was a thing that could happen. So Super Smash Brothers is a is a, a series of games that has happened, uh, that has been around since the Nintendo 64. Yeah. And me and my brothers have played it since then. Uh, and we love it. We've always loved it. It's, it's one, of the one of the first things I knew about you and your brothers. So we played Super Smash Brothers. I'm pretty sure the night before our wedding, you stayed up and played Super Smash that is what Brothers we did. with yeah. all your guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the uh, groomsmen came over to uh, our house that we bought before we got married, and I stayed in for but a I month. I wasn't living in yet. Yeah. You, because <laughs> we both lived at home until we got married. We bought a house. Like a month before we got married, and I lived there. You still lived with your parents, yeah. And uh, so it was like a funny semi bachelor pad, and so we moved in furniture. We were just slowly moving in furniture, yeah. and uh, so I stayed 
so I, I was living there and the groomsmen all stayed with us and we yeah, we played Super Smash on my tiny TV that we had on the GameCube. Oh my it was my GameCube that I had. That's crazy. Uh, but so I've loved this franchise. It's been a family favorite for decades now. Uh, and so when I had been explaining it to oldest child, and she loves all the characters now. Now that we've been she playing does. a lot more Nintendo yep. and she's been playing all the, the different Zelda games and the, the Pokemon games and things that we've done. Well and we've been playing Mario Kart, which has a lot of the same exactly. play, a lot of the same people in that game, right? Yeah, so Mario Kart has all of the different um, Super Mario characters and so basically they all just fight. And, and it's really cute and there's lots of different weapons that you can get, like you can get a Pokeball and throw a Pokemon at somebody. Yep. It's a blast. We have a really good time. So I played two rounds you with you guys. played two rounds with us, yeah. Because I'm not a big video game person. Uh, but I like this one because basically I can just press buttons it's and so stuff true. happens. Yeah. And sometimes I even win just by randomly pressing buttons. So that's a lot of fun for me. I'm pretty sure I win because you guys are going after each other. And I'm just like kind of... Uh, pressing buttons yeah. but either way it makes me feel good and it makes oldest feel like I am part of the team oh, which is nice. loved it when you played and so that's something that's always been really funny is you and youngest child really could could not care less about video games we don't care at all and it's so funny because the yeah. oldest are just like hey ready <laughs> I get really bored with them really quickly like, I, they're just not super appealing to me. I'd much rather watch a show mm -hmm. than play a video game. Yeah. But yeah, I get that. Uh, but I'm super happy that you guys like it, and I'm so glad that it's something you can do together. Oh, it's a blast. And youngest has been, we, we've been having her play with us. And like, so, we, so usually both, both girls are with me when we're, yeah. but like, youngest is just sitting there watching us. Doesn't want to play. At but all. is very happy to watch and cheer you Very happy to be like part of the group and everything and. It especially came in handy because it rained for three days straight. Which for us is crazy. Is it never happens. And so that was a lot of Super Smash Brothers. But we just did a review of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate um, on our Patreon feed. That's what I was referencing earlier. Yep. So uh, we reviewed it on Patreon. Any any tier can um, any tier can have access to it. There's uh, there's no like tier ranking for people that can get a content for that but uh, we really enjoy it but it's a, been a blast it's so much fun so I, I look at her and say hey you want to fight and so we both run into the bunker and uh, <laughs> fire up the switch and uh, she has been so sweet she has been using the the cleaning wipes the uh -huh. and she cleans off our our controllers, controllers every time every time that we play it's adorable so I'll come in, like she usually she beats me because she's faster than me so she beats me to the room and she's wiping off the controllers, hands it to me with her beautiful, perfect face, just smiling at me. Here you go, Daddy. And then <laughs> wiping off her her controllers and everything. So it's 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 been fantastic. But it's been a, a really neat thing. Uh, my brother is ridiculously jealous, oh, and it's I hilarious because she's so good. She's already so good. Yeah, she can actually play against oh, you, she's and you can great. have fun. Yeah, her favorite character is is the Inkling from the Splatoon games, and uh, she likes Kirby. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves Kirby, and then there's the Pokemon trainer. 
Right. Those are her three that she just like really goes for. My favorite character was the Wii sports instructor. Wii sports. Because you can play as this lady in yoga pants, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Lady in yoga pants. She looks a lot like you. I identify with you. Actually, she, does. she doesn't look like me. Yeah, but... she, she dresses just like me. <laughs> we have the same sense of style. You guys have the same sense of style right now. The, uh, That's true. so, but it's been a, it's been a ton of fun. But anyway, if people play Super Smash, please tell me who your preferred character is. I, I have been, I use Captain Falcon, always have since, since N64, uh, Captain Falcon. And then I use, um, Bayonetta, uh, so, which is from another video game, uh, that you've never heard of or played. But, uh, those are the two characters that Did I you really. you see my eyebrows just go yeah. shoot up to the sky like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. But though, I mean, I she puts hers on random too, which is a crazy person thing to do. We've never done that. She lives dangerously. She does. Me and the brothers, we never would do that. Oh. I'm a, a random person. She's just like, I'm going to put random on. Like, and I just look at, what are you doing? Not really, but just like in my head, that's a crazy person thing to do. But it's awesome because she's good with everybody now. The next time you're with your brothers, the challenge is going to be you guys all playing random. I know. And all of a sudden I end up with... Mr. Game and Watch. We had a big long talk about Mr. Game and Watch, who was a little like handheld. You remember those ones that would come on watches yeah. and you could like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was like a Game Boy, but it was on your watch. Yeah. Yeah, I think my brother had one of those. I know, huh? Yeah. Anything else? Uh, not that I can think of. No. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to talk about that I was really thankful for you was you set up this porch photography session. <laughs> so you had found someone that was doing well, one of our neighbors and our yeah. good friends, um, she had seen these por the series of porch photographs that this photographer had done uh, recently, and they were so neat. And so she posted them and got a response from one of her local photographer friends who said, like, I want to do that. If you can get people in your neighborhood on board, I will come and do it. And so yesterday, Saturday, the day before Easter, we... Um, we did all of that and we we took photos and it, it turned out so great and i can't remember the last time we had an actual family portrait like it's, it's been out, a long time but you they turned looked, out great you guys looked amazing and gorgeous I, it was, all your easter dresses were so cute we got all dressed up and fancy it's the first time any of us have like gotten dressed up in a while so it was really nice i looked basically the same well, no, my shorts. You put on, you put my on shorts, a collared shirt. My shorts and collared shirt. Yeah. And you did my hair. And I did your hair. At least cut I my hair. cut his hair and gave him a beard trim. And I'm going to say I did a really good job. Guys, she did a great job. I did a great job. Yeah. Uh, the, the beard That's trim, a legit haircut right yeah, there. The beard trim you done you, you did a couple weeks ago. Yep. And, and I spruced it up a little bit. And then she spruced it up. But then you did a full-blown haircut. Because I am a first of the month I get my haircut. Like clockwork. And it's, it's been just, six weeks for you. Since I got a haircut. So my hair is crazy. And I do not like having my hair long, long at all. So she took care of it. She did a great job. It's nice and trim. You're very handsome. Which is good because she's the one that actually has to... Look at you. Look at me. I yeah. very rarely <laughs> have to look at myself. <laughs> so... But anyway, I hope everyone's doing great out there. We just appreciate everyone's support. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at like2likethings. That's the number two. Like2likethings. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130. Or you can email us at ilike2likethingspodcast at gmail.com. 
Now, uh, I'd like if you'd like to be on the show or uh, you know someone that you think would be great on the show, please contact us using the same channels. You can also support the show like Steve, Manny, Gerald, Jay, Dave, Paul, Tony, Paris, and Morgan via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things. And of course, if you want to donate directly to the Bakersfield Homeless Center, that's B-A-K-H-C dot org. Uh, and please screenshot that so I can send you rewards. But uh, so I will see you all next week when I have another guest on to tell us about their thing. And the beautiful cycle continues. So that's a bye from me, Chris. And from me, Elise. Bye. Bye.